Hey there, everybody. Thank you for joining me on the Film Survivor Podcast. This is Tom Santilli joining you, as always, uh, to discuss the latest uh, everything related to movies and Survivor. And uh, today, of course, we're going to have another exit interview. Episode 10 of Ghost Island uh, just aired yesterday night uh, as I taped this on Thursday. And uh, we're going to have the exit interview coming up shortly. Uh, Spoiler alert, don't go forward with this podcast or pause it if you don't want to be spoiled. Uh, There's your warning. But yeah, coming up on the podcast is going to be my conversation with uh, Desi. Desiree uh, voted out of the game, becoming the third member of the jury. Uh, She tried to make a big move. She uh, felt like she was on the bottom of Navidi and uh, was going to shake things up. And I'm going to talk to her about uh, why she decided to make the big move when she did, uh, about her the lie that she told and tried to uh, stick by till the very bitter end, and uh, just everything else that you might want to know about Desi's game. So uh, stay tuned for that coming up shortly. Before we get to that, though, let's just kind of recap uh, you know, a little bit of uh, what we saw in the episode. Uh, oh, yeah, too, stay tuned after the interview. Um, really briefly going to touch on the big movie coming out this week, uh, which is the Avengers Infinity War, uh, one of the highest, you know, most anticipated movies uh, of the year, really. And uh, my review is out right now. It's on access.com. You can go read the review. But uh, we might bring you a special podcast next week on Tuesday. So there might be two podcasts next week, uh, one which is going to be kind of a deep dive into the Avengers Infinity War. Hopefully you'll have seen it by then because we're going to get all spoilery and kind of talk about some things with the movie. And then again, next Thursday we will have yet another uh, Survivor-themed podcast with uh, what looks to be a two-interview week. Uh, the preview for next week's episode, uh, looks like there's going to be two people voted out of the game. I haven't gotten word yet if I'm going to get two separate interviews or if they're going to both be on the line at the same time. Uh, but either way, we're going to be, uh, talking to two people next week as we, uh, barrel towards that finale on May 23rd coming up. This was actually the last episode in April, so hard to believe, but we are, uh, yeah, heading towards episode 11 of season 36 survivor of course has been renewed now for the next two seasons at least so we're going to get a 37 and a 38 uh no word yet on what's going on with those but uh yeah so what do you guys think of this episode uh this was billed as uh jeff probe's favorite episode of the season and uh i liked it i i kind of felt like it was a nice jolt uh you know, we, you know, for as much intrigue and, and lying and backstabbing as we see on Survivor, uh, it's actually not that common that we get these public uh, disputes like we got last night where somebody's lying and they just stick by it and it gets public and, you know, to, you, you know, you have to believe one or the other side and things like that. Uh, just pretty epic. You know, Desi again kind of decided to go out swinging. She uh, didn't think that she was going to have much game left anyway if, if she just would have stayed, you know, pat. And there's something to be said about that. You know, everybody talks about a survivor resume. Uh, Desi wouldn't have had much of a survivor resume, so she felt like this was her move. Uh, and what she did is she underestimated or didn't anticipate uh, Laurel, the, the dangerous Laurel, who I talked about last week in my written recap on realityt.com. Uh Laurel is really the one to watch in this game right now. You know, Dom and Wendell are just super powerful. They each have an idol. 
They're definitely the power couple right now. But the real power couple to me might be Donathan and Laurel. They're uh, aligned with Dom and Wendell, who I think are pretty solid with Laurel and Donathan. Donathan now has an idol that he uh, discovered this past episode. And, you know, uh, they're kind of in the middle. Yeah, they're Malolo, but they're secretly uh, teamed up with the power couple. And if they can get to the end and split up Dom and Wendell somehow and just have it be, you know, Donathan, Laurel, and one of the other two, Dom or Wendell, uh, I think that both Laurel and Donathan might have a good chance of winning, but mainly Laurel in my eyes. You know, Donathan, I think, isn't kind of perceived as being that strong of a player. But Laurel uh, definitely could be. And when Desi spilled the beans and Laurel happened to be there, interestingly enough, she kind of sat on the news and uh, shared it with Donathan, and they kind of both agreed, you know, they, they kind of pondered what to do, but they ultimately decided to stay loyal to Dom for now. Uh, and that, of course, led to everything blowing up. Ultimately, Desi, you know, she was pretty convincing as a liar. Uh, but, you know, Dom, I, I bet when Dom thought about it, he pretty much figured, you know, like, why would Laurel have created this big mess? Like, I don't think that she's just going to come to him out of the blue and stir something up, especially when she didn't have to. So there you have that. Uh, but, you know, I just think it's interesting that Dom Wendell being so powerful Desi, you know, wanted to kind of upset the apple cart, but still, uh, they're so powerful that she wasn't going to even take a swipe at them directly. She decides to target Kellen, which is also an interesting move in and of itself, just because of how close Desi had been with Kellen and Chelsea. So, uh, we're going to talk to Desi all about that. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, we now have also seen 10 straight women win individual immunity. Uh, how about that? Three straight this season, and if you date it back through last season, that's seven. In our, the last seven of the season went to women. That's ten straight female victors of the individual immunity challenge, and uh, just pretty impressive. Uh, other than that, though, I thought it was a pretty solid episode. I kind of liked the, uh, like I said, again, I felt like it was kind of like a shock to the system. Um, I liked that there was some uh, he said, she said, and we kind of went into tribal not exactly knowing how things were going to fall. And they fell, and Desi's out of the game. We didn't really get to know much about Desi anyway, I don't think. So, uh, you know, moving forward now with that double tribal next week, uh, or the two vote-outs at least, it's going to be quite interesting to see how things play out moving forward. Three episodes left leading into the finale. So that's four total episodes, but three uh, more regular episodes leading into that finale on May 23rd. Uh, we're going to have 10 people going into next week. We're going to come out with only eight. So that's the math there. There you go. Uh, without further ado, though, I don't have much else to say. Plus, I'm feeling a little bit under the weather this week. So we're just going to move right along into the exit interview this week. So here is my, uh, my talk with Desi today. And please be sure to also follow me at uh, Tom Santilli on Twitter and read my recaps on realitytea.com. Here's my interview with Desi. Hi, Tom. Hey, Desi. Uh, nice to talk to you. Sorry to see you go last night. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> all good. <laughs> well, um, I'm interested first in your little, you know, the the little uh, uh, testimonial thing at the end of the episode. Uh, you said, you know, you had plans, you know, man, <laughs> you had plans to uh, moving forward in this game. What were those? What were your plans? 
Well, um, let's say Kellen had gone out the game. Mm-hmm. My next plan was to, well, my true plan was to get the guys out. The only reason I was getting Kellen out was because she was in the way of getting the guys out. Um, so I felt like if I got Kellen out, then I would get the guys out. And once I get the guys out, it should be smooth sailing from there because I'd be left with people that hadn't really shook, shooken up much in the game. You know, the other thing, too, is, you know, everybody talks about how timing is everything in Survivor. Um, you decided to make a big move, you know, that's clear. But what was the idea, what was the reasoning behind when you decided to make the big move? So uh, when I decided to make the big move, the numbers to make that move were 6-5. And I felt like it was the only time I would really have those numbers to make a move like that. Um so it was kind of pressure to do that at that time. And also, um, Kellen was winning a lot of things, so it, it just made it easier to um, make Kellen the target. So Ke- Kellen was winning at the time, and I had just gotten news that Dom and Wendell had idols, so I had that in mind too. So those were all things that were kind of like putting the pressure on making that happen and um I knew it was getting it was getting uh, closer and closer to the time where people are thinking about the end. So I wanted to make sure that if I'm going to get to the end, I want to get to the end and not have somebody there that can just blow me out the water. Yeah, and you know it's interesting too. I wanted to ask you more about your relationship with Kellen. There's a scene in last night's episode where she just uh, refused to believe, like when Dom brought up. Uh, the possibility, you know, that that you, you know, were gunning, you know, for her, she just couldn't believe it at first, and she had said that, you know, you, uh, you know, you, her, and Chelsea had been together from the very beginning. Did you sense that as close as your bond was with Kellen, that she was even closer with the guys? Um, I'm just kind of interested as to why you didn't um, try to include Kellen in uh, trying to blindside the guys as opposed to gunning uh, directly for Kellen. Well, um, in a prior episode, so the episode specifically where Chris was voted out, you Mm -hmm. can see that there was a division between me, Chelsea, and Kellen because I hadn't known the vote for Chris. Like, I hadn't known Chris was going to be voted out. I was left out of that vote. Mm -hmm. So when I was left out of that vote, that kind of just showed me, like, all right, there's clearly division that I wasn't aware of. I might have taken our relationship to be something that it wasn't. So it uh, made me pull back and start just individually thinking about my game as opposed to including my game with Chelsea and Kellen because they might have have not been the best for my game. Um, you mentioned, you know, your plan, uh, had you gotten Kellen out, uh, you would have went after Dom and Wendell. Uh, what was your, who was your, like, ride or die people? Who are you going to hopefully go to the end with in that scenario? Um, in this scenario, I would probably be at the end with Ange and Donathan or maybe Ange and Laurel. Like, it could have been, or Chelsea might have been there, or Jenna. Yeah. Okay. There was, there was a lot of options that I felt like I had, had that plan went through. You know, so once, you know, we saw in the episode last night, once that it kind of got back around that, you know, that Laurel was the one that, you know, kind of uh, spilled the beans of your plan, uh, Mm -hmm. you you made the decision to confront uh, Laurel kind of publicly at camp. Uh, 
was looking back on that, was that a bad decision on your part? Would you have handled it differently or would you do the same thing looking back on it? Like how, how uh, could your reaction to that have been different? Looking back at it, I think my reaction was golden. I think that I should have done that. Um, I think that would have worked had I went back after I confronted Laurel and went back to Laurel and kind of tried to make sense of um, why she told Dom what she did mm. and why I confronted her the way I did and tried to still um, put that plan in motion. Like, I had I regrouped myself and just still been like, okay, Laurel, but I want to get you to see why this is actually the best for your game. I see. Um, had I done that, it might have it might have worked. Did that was that just something like in the heat of the moment though that kind of um, that didn't really occur to you until you had time to kind of process everything that was going on. Yeah. Afterwards, after I had time to think about it, I was thinking maybe I could have regrouped from that. But um, in the moment, I was just like, nah, I got to make it huh. either her or me now. Like I have to make it either them or me. It has to be Malolo against me or it's nothing at all. When it, I still could have stuck to the plan. And like you said too in the episode, you know, it, it's yeah, you made the, you you tried to make a big move, it didn't really work out, but had you have just kind of uh been a follower and gone with the flow, you didn't see your game going very far past Navidi anyway, right? You saw yourself at the bottom of that pecking order. Right, definitely. I definitely did. I saw myself at the bottom and uh, well, it was really just like I, I didn't, I didn't see what, uh, why anybody would vote for me yet. Like I hadn't proven myself to mm-hmm. myself. Like, so um, I was just thinking, okay, well, the end is kind of near. I need to build a resume here. Like I knew, I knew through the whole time mm-hmm. that I had to build a resume, but I knew that. Um, like when I was at Malolo and everybody was getting voted off, I knew I couldn't use that in my pitch because everybody would make it seem like it was their play. Like right. whoever whoever was at the end, if somebody from that tribe uh, was at the end, like a Sebastian or maybe like a Chelsea, everybody's going to try to make it seem like that was their play. Like I need something that's clearly me. I clearly planned it. I plotted it. And nobody else can take credit for it. And you also were close with Chelsea, it appeared. Uh, and she you know, voted with you. Uh, last night uh tell us more about Chelsea she's getting that kind of edit this season that you know we're not really getting a lot of insight into her strategic gameplay was she very strategic out there what was your take on Chelsea what made you uh close with Chelsea I think Chelsea was pretty strategic but I think um her strategy kind of got in the way of her relationships so I knew early on Chelsea was very strategic and that she was going to play this game hard. I just got that sense from her. It's just what I read from her. Mm-hmm. Um, so going into it, when she went into a line with me, uh, I was already kind of skeptical uh, skeptical of her and um, not knowing uh, if her character is somebody that sh- I should trust. But um, once And then once I heard about her relationship with Dom, like I thought she was working with Dom once Bradley was voted out. Because if we were supposed to be Navidi strong, you know, Bradley would not get voted out. So mm-hmm. at that kind of raised an eyebrow. Um, and, yeah, so I think Chelsea was skeptical. I mean, she was um, a very strategic person, but that might have gotten in the way of my relationship with her because it made me kind of antsy when it came to her. Like, is she trustworthy? Is she not? Sure. 
you know, everybody talks too about about this season and just how Survivor has evolved to have a bunch of these advantages and uh, idols and you know all these different things that are kind of in play at the same time that just kind of complicate the game. At the time that you left the game, what advantages, uh, what idols like that were in the game were you aware of? Like, did you know uh, that certain people had idols? Did you know about Kellen's d- double vote? Yeah, I knew about. I knew that. Uh, I knew about pretty much everything but Kellen's extra vote. I knew Dom and Wendell had idols, so that was the main reason that I was really trying to get them out, and right. that was the reason that I targeted Kellen. Because I felt like, okay, well, if news that Dom and Wendell have idols is out and nobody's targeting them, um, well, then the people that are trying to keep them here need to go so I can get them out the way and then get Dom and Wendell out. Like, sure. And um, I felt like Kellen was that person. Like, Kellen was kind of keeping Dom and Wendell around, and I needed them gone because they were really strong players at the time. And I felt like if everybody knows this, if everybody knows these guys have idols, everybody knows these guys are making moves strategically, um, then everybody should want to get them out. It's always surprising to, you know, to watch, you know, you're out there, you play the game, uh, several months go by and then you kind of watch it unfold in, you know, on television. What, uh, who amongst the people that you played the game with, uh, who surprised you the most, um, watching them on television? Like who, who, who has been playing the game harder than you maybe realized that they were when you were out there? Um, Sure. If anybody was playing a game that I didn't realize while I was out there, okay. Um, I I think I think um, I think I'm not as surprised just because, yeah. I I think what most people, how most people would answer that question though, is they're surprised at Dom and Wendell. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't surprised. <laughs> um, I I kind of knew that, and that's why I was gunning for them so hard. Um, so yeah. I wasn't really surprised in anybody's game. I think how everybody, except for myself, I don't think I don't think some of the things that I did were um, were really shown to show you like my thinking behind why I wanted to make the move I made. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of seems like something I just thought of, but it's something I had premeditated the whole time. Um, but so, yeah. so it's not like you were just sitting around bored and then just this week decided to do do this. You had this cooking for quite a while. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, I didn't. I didn't wake up that day like, <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I'm trying to get out, um, Kellen, because this and this. Like our our relationship, there was already a division within it. Um, I didn't know if I could trust Kellen or Chelsea. So, and Kellen was um, winning challenges, and if she's winning challenges. She's pretty much going to have the say in who's going to. And if she's in power and she's trying to keep Dom and Wendell around, then what do I do then? Sure. Uh, you know, everybody too, of course, goes through a journey. You know, leading up to their journey on Survivor. Uh, last night in the beginning of the episode, you you revealed you know that you had uh, been homeless at one point. What can you tell us about your your journey from you know from that point uh, till you know when you're actually on Survivor and beyond? Um, so at that time, you know, I probably would say that was my lowest point in life, but it taught me a lot. You know, it gave and that time um, also gave me hope. I think the only way I got out of that time was really, um, one, within that time setting, setting time for myself to really understand me. Mm -hmm. 
and um, just being able to better myself as a person, focusing on that. And after I focused on that, I was kind of ready to, like, to conquer the world. Like, I was ready to just do uh, what I had to do, and I had hope and faith that uh, life would just be better for me. So um, with that hope and that faith, I also, you know, started looking for opportunities, and I realized that Survivor was an opportunity that I needed to take, so I auditioned. And um, after auditioning, I got it, and then once I got it, I was, uh, you know, I was just telling myself, you know, keep the mindset that you can do anything, don't give up, and that's what I did throughout my whole game. I just, I lost back to back to back, and I still was just telling myself, you know what, you can do anything, don't give up, don't give up. So even to the very end, I was fighting, like I fought to the very end. Well, it was I. I loved watching on the show uh, from the preseason uh, interviews. You were one of my favorites, and I was rooting for you. Uh, and it was very cool to be able to chat with you today. So, uh, best of luck to you moving forward. Thank you, thank you for the love, man. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. All right, take care. There it is. That's my interview with Desi, third member of the jury. And uh, again, we head into next week with a uh, two two vote outs. Uh, I presumably will be speaking with both people on the podcast next week. So I, uh, I'm telling you to stick around for that. That's next Thursday. But like I said, uh, the big movie this weekend is Avengers Infinity War. Uh, we're going to have a separate podcast, I believe, next week on Tuesday, uh, completely dedicated to talking about Avengers Infinity War, getting all spoilery and kind of breaking down all of the crazy twists and turns that that film takes. Uh, I have seen the film and uh, it's pretty amazing, in my opinion. So if you're a fan of the Marvel Universe, Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe, I urge you to go check out uh, Avengers Infinity War and then check out the podcast uh, next week. Uh, that being said, also, uh, it's plug plugalicious time. You know, uh, I'm producing a, a TV show in the Detroit area. It's been awesome so far, uh, highly well-received. And uh, it's called Movie Show Plus. And it's a show all about movies. It's on uh, WADL in Detroit. But it also, the full episodes appear online. And you can check them out. It's uh, They're available on movieshowplus.com. And there's also a YouTube channel uh, dedicated to it. So check out Movie Show Plus. And also, Critically Speaking is another show I appear on in the Detroit area where it's all about movie reviews. Uh, there's a Facebook page for Critically Speaking. Check that out as well. So that will do it for this week on the podcast. I appreciate everybody and your time uh, in listening to this. Uh, And, yeah, we will see you next week for a double dose of uh, Film Survivor Podcast. Until then, have a good weekend, everybody.